Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. I'm being joined right now by my beautiful fiance, Tatiana, who most of you guys already know from her YouTube channel, Tatiana James. Today we want to share with you our top seven tips for beginner Amazon sellers. So if you're brand new to getting started selling on Amazon, Amazon FBA, you want to build your own e-commerce business, here's our top seven tips for you because we work with a lot of brand new Amazon sellers and these are the repetitive things that we give as advice that we see show up time and time again. So we want to make sure we make this process easy, fast, and successful for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've been working with Amazon sellers for the last few years now, and through my coaching, I've been able to learn a lot from them and also see a lot of common mistakes that uh, beginner Amazon sellers make. And so the tips that we have for you today are perfect for you if you're just getting started. Um, so we hope to kind of bring something new for you, something to kind of ponder and think about as you're getting started with your Amazon business. Yeah, so the first tip we have for you is to go into this with the right mind mindset and expectations. You know, I think a lot of people, they look at selling on Amazon, building an online business as some sort of get rich quick. And they have the expectation that they're going to get into this and they're going to make all this money fast. And maybe you might be under that impression because you come across a success story or a testimonial where someone did that. But you got to understand that that's not the norm. That's not a typical result that most people get. 
And uh, if you go into that with that mentality of get rich quick or you're desperate in your life and you're broke and you're hoping that Amazon and building your business is going to solve all that for you, then you're going to come into, I think you're going to go about it the wrong way and have the rude awakening that it's a lot harder than what you think. The truth and the reality is, is that building any business, yet alone an Amazon business, is challenging. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. Um, it's not like you just press a few buttons on a keyboard and you have all the success. That's not how it works. You've got to understand it's a long-term process. It's a long-term journey. You're not going to see results right away. It's going to take typically about three months even just to launch and start selling your product on Amazon. There's a process to this where you've got to do your research on Amazon, find the best products, um, do your due diligence of that, reach out to suppliers, create your packaging and your branding and manufacture the product and ship it to Amazon, launch it, market it. There's a lot of parts to this process that you got to go into it and understand that. That uh, I know for me, whenever I start anything new, you know, I always recognize the fact that I'm naive. I don't know the process because I haven't been through it. And I always go into it expecting and knowing it's going to be a lot harder than I originally think. Mm -hmm. And to not have these unrealistic expectations that I'm going to make all this money in my first three months and quit, you know, quit my job and be financially free and become a millionaire. That's not true. That's a pipe dream. And you just got to go into this knowing that if you're brand new to this, go into it with the mindset that you're going to learn as much as you can. Everything is experience. You're going to make some mistakes. Everybody does, including myself. We all make mistakes, but you'll learn from that. And that's part of the journey in the process. Mm -hmm. And if you really focus on the process and you learn as much as you can and you have awareness and you look for what you can improve in your product and why it's not selling the way you want it to or how can I differentiate it, make it stand out, you think about all of that that goes into it and you're committed over the long haul, then I have no doubt that you can be successful in this business. It's just understanding it's a process and go into it working hard, dedicate the time. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it, of course, and treat it as a business. Don't treat it as just a hobby. Make this a serious thing in your life that can change your life if you commit enough to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And when I first started, you know, I didn't have super high expectations, but it did take me two years before I actually quit my job and went full time with my business. And I think that sometimes um, when a lot of people are watching YouTube videos, the expectation is that, oh, this is an easy business. I'm going to get it up and running in the next month and I'm going to be able to quit my job and become financially free. And so you can achieve that, but usually that doesn't happen in a matter of a couple of months. That takes time. And so we just want to be real with you guys and just set the tone that this is a real business. You know, it's just like any other business that you would build. It's going to involve blood, sweat, and tears. And I can attest to that. I've gone through so many challenges with starting my business, but at the end of the day, it's always been worth it. And where I'm at today, um, you know, I started my business on Amazon. I've scaled it up. I've moved it over to Shopify and I've had so much success, but it was a journey. It was a struggle um, and there was a lot for me to learn. And so if you were someone like myself right now, who's never had a business, who's never, you know, who's not an entrepreneur and you're just getting started with this, you have to understand and be realistic that there's going to be a lot to learn and you're going to have to learn new things and be willing and open-minded to learn those things. And so that is a process as Stefan said. For sure. The second piece of advice that we have for you guys, or second tip, is to not be a perfectionist when choosing your first product. 
Um, I think a lot of people, they, uh, they never get a product selling on Amazon because they're looking for the perfect product, which doesn't exist, by the way. Uh, you might have a certain criteria going in when you're doing your research. Obviously, you want to make sure the product is in high demand, that there's potential for profitability of it, seeing competitors and what other people are doing, and that, that helps give you that confidence and that certainty that if they're selling and making great money, you can as well. We do recommend using a tool to help you with that, such as Jungle Scout, which we'll link to below. Um, but with the first product, you want to do your research. It's very intelligent to do that, and it's a very important decision because that first product, um, if you make big mistakes there, you're going to have a hard time selling it and marketing it if there's not a demand for it. So you want to do the research. You want to do your due diligence. You want to spend time and take your time in researching products and really picking the one that you feel the most confident in, the one that you believe in, the one that you think can you know, help you make some money and have some success with this. But at the same time, you've got to avoid being a perfectionist and allowing your fear to prevent you from taking any action. There is no perfect product. Okay, Every product is going to have some form of competition. There's uncertainty in creating and launching your first product. You don't know how well it's going to do because you've never sold maybe anything on Amazon before. But at a certain point, you've got to trust in the process, you got to trust in yourself that this is uh, a decision that you've thought you know long and hard about, and you've done your research in, and you've just got to go for it and get your feet wet. And your first product doesn't have to be this hugely successful product. I think a lot of people they have this expectation their first product is going to go on and make them millions of dollars. For most Amazon sellers, that's not the case. In fact, for most Amazon sellers, the most successful ones that we know. They, the, the most successful product wasn't their first product. Because when you first choose your first product, maybe you have a limited budget and you don't know as much about what you're doing and the opportunities. But when you start selling your first product, really I look at the first product, and most people have reported this to us, the first product is really their, their training wheels. It's mm -hmm. the learning curve, what they learn and they gain experience from it. And yes, you want your first product to make you money, mm -hmm. to pay for your investment and make you a profit. Maybe it only makes, makes you though 5,000 a month or 10,000, that's great. Even a couple thousand bucks a month, that's amazing. That's a great accomplishment. Might not be enough to quit your job and become a millionaire, but what it does for you is it gives you confidence. You understand the process and now you have experience. And then what happens, and I can promise this will happen, as you're selling this product, you're gonna see other products. And you're gonna like, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a better product than what I'm selling. Oh, that's a better opportunity. Or you know what, I can sell that product because I've already done this once with this one and I, I just know now based on experience that this next product is gonna be that much better. And so I think a lot of people, they never start selling because they're so afraid, they're paralyzed from fear and they're worried about everything. And yes, you might make mistakes, it might not go perfectly smoothly or the way you want, but again, going back to the mindset, Understanding is the process, you'll learn from it, and as long as you don't give up and you learn from every experience, you'll get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that in my coaching experience, um, a lot of people, they struggle with picking their first product because they fall into analysis paralysis, and they'll spend months and months and months doing product research. And I think it's because a lot of people have FOMO, fear of missing out. And so you feel like you know, you've got a product, but you feel like mm, maybe there's something a little bit better. And maybe there's something better and better and better. And truth be told, you know, you know, as Stefan said, you know, perfectionism, that is the perfectionist mentality and perfectionism, perfectionism is subjective. And you know, they're not gonna find the perfect product. And you're not gonna be 100% confident about the product that you pick. I don't know anyone 
when they first started selling on Amazon who told me that they were 100% confident with their first product. You just have to decide and say, okay, this is the product, I've done my due diligence, I've decided that this is it, and I'm gonna move forward with this. And you wanna move forward because time is of the essence. Time is the most valuable commodity we have, and if you're gonna be spending months and months and months stuck in product research, those are months that you could have invested into marketing your product, into getting those sales, into expanding and growing your business. And so we really want to maximize our time, and so moving forward, with a product realizing that yeah it's not going to be a million dollar product I mean possibly but it's a very small chance that it will so let's just move forward with a product so we can learn from this entire experience and trust me once you once you do this process once you launch your first product the second product it's going to go a lot more smoothly you're going to be a lot more experienced so things will flow better you understand the process better and it's going to be a lot faster too so moving forward um, and not getting stuck in that perfectionist mentality is really important. Yeah, and just on that note too, you don't have to start with a huge amount of inventory. You can start with 500 units. You know, every manufacturer might be a little bit different, mm -hmm. but that can help lessen the risk. You know, you don't want to run out of stock either, but if you're really fearful and you just really want to get your feet wet and you're more nervous about that, just start with a less inventory mm -hmm. or a product maybe that is within your budget. Um, that you can get started with and have, you can even think about ways and opportunities that you can sell off your product if you don't want to do it anymore, get your money back, at least recoup back your investment and then pursue another one mm -hmm. if you decide to. Yeah, and um, in terms of ordering a smaller quantity, um, usually if you talk to a supplier and you say, hey, I'm not looking to customize anything, I just wanna order the products that you have in stock, uh, products that are already available for just putting my brand name on it. Usually you can order a smaller quantity than if you were to customize it and have special packaging and all that stuff. Which leads me to point number three, and it is to actually figure out a way that you can differentiate yourself from other Amazon sellers. And you've probably heard this before, but I want to really make sure that I express the importance of this. And the reason being is because there are a lot of Amazon sellers, there are a lot of products available on Amazon. And if you've picked a product and you're just gonna go ahead and sell that product on Amazon, but it's the exact same as your competition, as the other sellers on Amazon, then what are you offering to the marketplace? What value are you bringing to your Amazon seller, customers? And so your goal is to figure out a way that you can add something of value to the marketplace, not just uh, copy what other people are doing, but actually improve upon the product. And so different ways, like you really got to start thinking about this before you place an order with your supplier, because you might be reading you know, your competitors' reviews and you can get ideas on feedback from existing customers people who love the product, what do they love about the products, read the negative reviews, the one and two star reviews, what do they hate about the products, and see if there's um, some things that keep coming up, some, some comments that customers keep leaving. And that feedback is valuable for you because then you can say, well, maybe I could improve this product. And so maybe it's something that has to do with the structure of the product, improving the structure. Maybe it has to do with the quality of the product. Maybe it has to do with the packaging. Maybe it has to do with um, the instructions. Maybe other sellers don't give good enough instructions. Maybe it's just improving a customer support experience. Um, there's so many different things that you can do. One thing I would also um, consider looking into is what kind of bonus can you incorporate into your product? 
can you offer some type of bonus? So that means that it's an extra little freebie that the customer gets at no extra cost to them. And this is gonna help you differentiate yourself from your other competitors on Amazon, especially if this bonus is something that you can include in your main Amazon image. So if you decide that you're gonna include like a stuffed animal as a bonus, say for example, you're selling a kid's toy, then a stuffed animal is relevant. And so a parent who is going to buy that toy for their kid might say well why not buy from this seller sure they don't have a thousand reviews and they're a new seller but I'm getting a bonus stuffed animal so it's a free bonus so I'm gonna take my chances and I'm going to buy from this seller because they're offering something more so you're enhancing the perceived value of your product so I would strongly recommend thinking about ways that you can add value to your product bonuses. It doesn't have to be a physical product bonus. It could be a digital bonus. Maybe it's a training. Maybe it's an ebook. Maybe it's a one-year warranty for your product, depending on what type of product you you choose. So consider all those things because then if there is a modification to the product or if there is a bonus for the product that you have in mind, you can discuss that with your supplier and then you can see if that's something that they can do uh, and how much it's going to cost you. If you're going to be offering a bonus or going to be doing a modification for your product, it shouldn't cost you much money. It should be just a little bit because we, of course, don't want to affect our profit margins, but also understanding that if it is something that is really going to add a lot of value to the customer, then you have the potential to increase your price because then you can sell for a higher price because you're offering something of much higher value than your competitors. Yeah, and a great example of this is the water industry. If you look at bottled water, look at how many ways that companies differentiate their product. I mean, there's, there's vitamin water, right, which is just a way of taking an existing product, but like adding vitamins to it. There's fat water, there's protein water, there's flavored waters, there's sparkling waters, there's like a whole variety. I mean, you name it. You go to the aisle and you see so many different types of variations, and that's that's a way for people to get into a new market and differentiate and stand out with an already existing product. So it's the same thing with whatever product you might be considering, ways, ways that you can differentiate and stand out I think is really important. Yeah, and, and just on a note of that, for example, it could even just be the way you market the product, sure. right? So some people might be selling water because uh, you know, just saying that it's H2O and other people might be saying, well, it's alkaline water, it's healthier for you. And so yeah. they're marketing to the health, the health, yeah, health niche. And so figuring out who your audience is, maybe some seller, sellers are targeting um, people who are, you know, fitness fanatics, but maybe you could target just the everyday person. And so the way that you market could be different and that can influence um, your branding and your messaging, your product packaging, all of that stuff. Yeah, so the next tip that I have for you is to create a marketing plan for your product. See, a lot of people, they just focus on creating a product and they put it up and sell it on Amazon and then they're like, okay, where's the sales? You know, how do I get the sales? How do I make money from it? Well, you gotta understand creating the product and putting it on Amazon is half the battle. The other half of the battle is actually selling it and marketing it and getting it out there and that's you know, really what every entrepreneur has to do um, is to be the number one salesperson for their product. You can't expect Amazon just to do everything for you. Amazon, yes, they do a lot for us. They give us the platform and the opportunity to sell on it. They've got hundreds of millions of customers that shop. They have the trust and they handle the fulfillment for you. They handle refunds and a lot of part of the process for us. But they're doing that because they want you to now market your product and to help 
Amazon get more money and build their brand and their business and make them money. And if you do that for them, then they're going to reward you by ranking your product and promoting it and helping you get more exposure on their platform. So um, I think it's really important to make sure you have a marketing plan. And it doesn't have to be this elaborate type of thing. I mean, you know, for me, with every product that I've ever created or sold, I've always thought beforehand, okay, how can I sell this? How are my competitors selling this product? Are they selling it on their social media? Are they using influencers to promote their product? Are they using YouTube? Are they using a blog? Are they running paid advertisements, Facebook ads? Do they have a website? What are they doing? And you can learn so much from your competition by looking outside of Amazon and looking at their website and their branding. But thinking of those ideas and, and ensuring you have a product that is marketable, a product that you can do more than just run Amazon ads to it or just try to rank it on Amazon search, but a product that, you know, if you want to put some time, extra time into it or extra money to invest in advertising, what are your options for that? And that gives you a lot of confidence and excitement seeing how much you can really blow this up, how much you can build your business, your brand, and really sell and promote this product. So you don't, need, you don't need to be too much of a perfectionist here either, but it is a good idea to get ideas and plan for that in advance to know that, okay, when I launch this product, here's, here's the top five things I'm going to do to really get it up, you know, up and running, get momentum, get sales that will help with get, getting reviews of the product. And it's really important to make sure you, you know that and have that plan mm -hmm. going into the launch because that launch is so important. If you get a bunch of sales and reviews in that initial stage of the launch, you get momentum. Mm -hmm. And then things can really snowball after that and really blow up. So really, you know, understanding how important it is that launch period and still making sure you have a plan in place on how you're going to market it and sell your product. Absolutely. The next tip that we have for you is to order samples from various suppliers. So this is before you've decided on your main supplier. Um, the goal is to have a list of, you know, I like to reach out to as many suppliers as I possibly can, at least 10 to 15 different suppliers. Um, and because a lot of suppliers don't sometimes get back to you, some suppliers you'll notice that their communication is really slow, it takes a really long time for them to get back to you. Some suppliers, you ask them 10 questions, they answer four questions, you know. So the more suppliers you can reach out to, the better your odds are of landing on a solid supplier. And so once you've decided on, like you've narrowed down that list, maybe your top three suppliers, I would order samples from those three suppliers. They should be three unique suppliers. And that way you can receive those samples and you can compare the quality of those samples. Because the goal on Amazon is to sell the highest quality product. This is the goal. If you're going to build a brand, you can't expect to sell a product that's going to fall apart. Um, because people are going to leave you negative reviews, you're going to get negative feedback on Amazon, Amazon's going to suspend your account. Your goal is to find a very high quality product so that people are excited when they receive it, they love your product, and they're more than willing to leave you a positive review. People always ask, how do you get positive reviews? You create a high quality product and a great customer experience so that people actually decide that they want to go out of the way and leave you that review. So getting those examples are crucial, but I would also recommend that you go and you find your top three competitors on Amazon, so the three best-selling uh, sellers for the particular product that you're deciding to sell, and you order their products as well. And that's going to give you a reference point, because up until now, you know, you have these three different products, but you don't really know, like, 
what am I supposed to compare this to? But if you order your top competitor's products on Amazon, even if you just order one of them, the best-selling item, then you know that Amazon customers love this product, it's got great reviews, it's the best-selling item for a reason, and so you know that this is a solid quality product, and you can now compare your supplier's quality to that product. And the bonus of doing that is that you order that product, you now become a customer of the, the best-seller, and by becoming a customer, you learn about their ways of marketing the product. You will get emails from them. You can learn about how they're messaging their customers. When you receive the product itself, you get to study the packaging. You can see what they put on their packaging. Maybe they have certain product inserts, and that'll give you ideas on what to do for your product because we always talk about how important it is to model people who've already paved the way. You don't need to be the trailblazer. Find someone who's already successful at what you want to be successful at and figure out what worked for them. And so in the case of selling products on Amazon, that comes down to buying a product from your top competitor and seeing what works for them. I'd also even encourage you to subscribe to them on social media. People ask me all the time, how do you come up with content for social media? Subscribe to your competitors, see what they're doing, what they're posting. You know, most of the time they're not just posting about that one product, that would be extremely boring. They're posting about a variety of different subjects. So learning from them is, is the fastest route to success. Absolutely. I, I love that. You know, one thing from Sam Walton, who founded Walmart, he was known for spending more time in his competitor's stores than his own because he always wanted to know what is it that my competition is doing that I'm not doing, right? So you'd spend more time learning and studying from them, and that's something that you're going to learn so much from. Mm -hmm. um, the next tip that we have for you is to know your numbers. Know your numbers, and more specifically, knowing your profit margin of your product. There's costs, hard costs involved in selling a product. You know, obviously there's the, the cost of manufacturing the product. You got to know what it costs for each individual unit, not just to manufacture it, but you know, the cost of putting the packaging on the product, any costs associated with that. And of course, then shipping your product all the way from your supplier to Amazon's fulfillment centers. If you're shipping it overseas, there's the option of shipping it by boat or by plane. Boat is often cheaper, but will take longer. Plane is faster, but more expensive. Even knowing Amazon's fees as well. What fees do they take for every product being sold to fulfill the product? Their order processing fees. Amazon does take their fees. That's obviously how they make money and how they're able to provide this platform for you, but we've got to know what that is. And so you might not be a numbers person. I'm not either. She's not either, but it is. It is really important to make sure that you break all of that down in, in when you launch your product because you've got to know what your profit margin is. So with all expenses uh, involved in this product, and then if you sell it at this price point, and you might want to look at your competition to see what they're selling it at. When you're first launching your product, you might even decide to sell it cheaper than everyone else just to get some early sales and have a way to differentiate. But you've got to know what your profit margin is. And you know, typically 30% or more is great. You know, there are different belief systems around it. It does depend, of course, you know, how much, um, you know, if you want to order more inventory, if you want to reinvest back into the business, there's many different factors that are involved with that. And there's different criteria that you can follow in determining the best way. But you've got to make sure you've got a good profit margin so that you can reinvest back in the business. It's healthy enough to sustain the business and, of course, eventually provide a profit for you and that's why also knowing your marketing plan is important because there's ways you can market with no money you know creating content online and you know I built my business primarily by not spending much money on advertising 
And then, of course, if you want to spend money on ads, you can ramp it up, but you've got to have more profit margin and know your numbers for that. Yeah, absolutely. There's actually an Amazon FBA uh, fee calculator that Amazon provides because the fees are different depending on the product you sell because there's different categories on Amazon. And so each category has its own fees associated to it. And so if you decide on the category, the product, um, then basically you can uh, input that information. We can link it down below in the description box and it can give you an estimate on what those fees are. So definitely an important point. Yeah, and just on that note too, you gotta understand your profit margin is not gonna be the best at the beginning, but that's okay. It's what it can become over time because when you first order 500 or 1,000 units from your supplier, they're not gonna get the best price. But when you order more in bulk, when you order higher quantities, then they can give you better pricing. And even that is important to know. So you wanna ask your supplier, okay, if I order 10,000 units, 20,000 units, what, what the price can be, yeah, know what the pricing tiers are because that will help you as you build your business, your profit margins will get a lot better. Mm -hmm. And just a, a tiny note on that also is um, maybe you don't have to worry about this too much with your first product, but for me, I like to look, when I'm looking at products now, I like to look at products that have potential in terms of increasing the price and, and yeah. branding it as a premium product. So for example, my product, I initially started selling it on Amazon for $29.99. I now sell the exact same product, actually with modifications, I've improved the quality with time, but now I sell it for $59.99. And so my product had the potential to be sold at a higher price price as I improve the quality, as I built my brand reputation, as I improve the customer's experience. So let's go on to the next tip. Um, the next tip is understanding that you do not need to limit yourself to sourcing from China. I think um, the misconception is that all Amazon sellers source from China and that's just simply not true. There are many benefits to sourcing from China and it can definitely be um, help you with your profit margins, but that's not always the case. And so I think it's important to realize what your options are. You can source from anywhere in the world. Sometimes it makes way more sense, depending on the product you choose, to source locally. So for example, if you're gonna be doing any kind of beauty, cosmetics, um, supplements, health products, you're gonna to wanna to source that in the country of which you choose to sell. So if you're gonna sell on amazon.com, you're gonna to wanna to source those products in the US, okay? But if you're gonna be sourcing a textile, for example, maybe you wanna source that from Indonesia. If you're gonna be sourcing um, for example, some jewelry, maybe from India, because you want to determine, okay, what product am I selling and what countries are exporting these products? If those are their main ex exports, if they're exporting a lot of these products, they're probably good at manufacturing these products and I can probably get them at a lower price. So sometimes China is not the best option. Sometimes they, I mean, they're great for toys, they're great for electronics, they're great for um, textiles, in fact, but they're not always the best option. And sometimes you can find higher quality um, for a cheaper price elsewhere. And sometimes, as I mentioned before, it's more important to have quality. Um, sometimes, yeah, you are gonna be paying a little bit more, but if you have higher quality than your competitors, that is going to uh, pay itself off in the long run. It's gonna help you build your brand. And then lastly, what I wanna mention is that um, Realizing that sometimes if you source locally, even though the product cost might seem higher, 
um, it actually ends up evening itself out if you were to source internationally. Because when you source internationally, you have to take into account the import, um, the charges for freight, the charges for import taxes, uh, uh, taxes, uh, freight forwarders, all of those different costs associated with importing those products. So sometimes it ends up balancing itself out. Fantastic. So those are seven tips for you guys for getting started. We really have a lot more for you that we could share. And a link below to a training that can help you guys out to get started with more resources if you're interested in this. If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com FBA, there'll be a link in the description for that for you guys. But if we're to give you a bonus tip, um, you know, it might seem like a lot what we shared with you. And as you can probably tell, if you're an outsider and you haven't done this yet before, it is a lot, and we've been doing this for a long time, and we've now worked with hundreds of people, maybe thousands over all different parts of the world, get started in building their business. And one of the most important tips that we can share with you guys is the fastest path towards success, the smoothest path, and just the easiest one is going to be investing in a good training program, a great course that can help you with that. <laughs> And I know I talk about courses a lot. I'm sure you do as well. And you know, some people might be annoyed with that. But for us to be authentic with you guys on what it really takes and how we built our businesses, we didn't build this thinking that we're smart enough to figure this all out on our own. We humbled ourselves and we found other people that were more successful than us and invested in their training program that could guide us step by step by step through this process. It's not an easy process. It is challenging, um, especially if you don't know what you're doing and you're getting lost and you're trying to piece together information you're learning from this person or that person. And that's most com commonly where we see people that reach out to us and they struggle and they fail and they lose their money. And you know, whenever I interact with those people, it's just very evident they didn't go through a good training program. They didn't know what they're doing. And you know, you're, anytime you start anything new, you're naive to the process because you haven't been through it yet. And so I've always believed the fastest and the best path towards success is to leverage someone else, stand on the shoulders of giants, don't try to reinvent the wheel, find a step-by-step -step program that can guide you from A to Z through this process. It's not only work for these people that are successful, but for thousands of their students, and they have a lot of success stories to back that up. That's what we did when we started, and that is you know, what really allowed us to be in this position that we're in today, and I just... I wouldn't have been able to figure all this out on my own. I would have gotten frustrated and discouraged and probably given up along the way. And I see a lot of people that go through that. So yes, it does cost money for a course. But the way I look at this is this is a business. There's costs going to be involved in starting a business. If you can't afford to start a business, then you should look at other ways to make more immediate income to make sure you're financially prepared to start a business. But if you are going to start your business, do it the right way. Give yourself the highest probability of success. It will give you confidence going into this process so that you're not nervous and lost and afraid of which product. And more importantly, one that has a great community and even mentors that can support you because we've surrounded ourselves with other people who are successful in a community where we can ask questions and share other people's experiences and that's been invaluable for us as well. So the course that we both went through is known as the Amazing Selling Machine. I can link that uh, below for you guys, or if you go to www.projectlifemaster.com slash ASM, you can learn more about it, but it's the most successful one. It's the best. They, it's more than a course because they give you mentorship and a community and, and other pieces that I think are essential in building this business. So that'd be one of the most important things I could share with you guys, honestly, because 
it's just, it's, there's just so much to learn. And I mean, that's how we, everything that we're sharing with you, yeah. we, we learned it, yes, through the trial and error and the experience, but we both started yeah. with a course because I wouldn't have known what to be searching for when I, again, didn't have any business experience, was, you know, n no business degree. So I really felt like I needed that guidance. Yeah. So it, it, it's invaluable, guys. I mean, I think that is uh, it's basically when you buy a course, the way I look at it, you're buying a shortened learning curve that yes, you could spend years trying to figure it out and go through trial and error, and you might not think that, but trust me, I know what it takes. We both do, we've been through doing this for many years now. It's just not easy. So, you know, I think a lot of people will have a much more enjoyable journey and more success, and that's what we really want for you is success. And uh, if, you know, if you're asking me my you know, advice, it'd be to get a course, because that's how I've learned, that's how Tatiana's learned, that's how I really learn and improve every aspect of my life. I always learn from other people. So wanted to give that for you guys as well, and I'll provide some links and some resources for you guys if you're interested in taking that path. Otherwise, we want to thank you so much for your time today. If you want to learn more about Tatiana, we'll link to her YouTube channel. It's Tatiana James. And uh, make sure you follow her for more content on building your Amazon business. So thank you guys, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.